Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from December the 28th, 1991. We hope you had a Merry Christmas and look forward to a Happy New Year in 1991 as we record this in 2023. If you're listening to this on YouTube, hit the like button and subscribe button. That YouTube algorithm likes that sort of thing, so thank you very much. And if this is your first time, well, welcome to the best damn outlaw mud show old school podcast there is. Uh, before I throw it to Doc and ask how he's doing, actually, let me throw it to Doc. How are you, sir? You missed the last two weeks. You missed the birthday episode. Yeah. Well, I had some some uh, out, Christian ministry outreach to do. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it felt good for two weeks that there was a real Texas hero here. We had Crockett. Davy Crockett. Oh, come on. Dalamo. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we got Sam you, Houston. Matt. Matt. Yeah, we got you. Sam Matt Wilson Houston is gonna love that in, in the Facebook group. So, uh, happy birthday to us! Still, it technically, probably still is the birthday month. It's definitely the birthday year. Um, we're doing it another year, right? At least. That's the rumor. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm hearing. We can't find anything better to do. We're like hobos just sitting out on a couch in the middle of nowhere <laughs> drinking 40s man that's, Avenue. that's gonna go over everybody's head ounce, go ahead fucking 24 ounce bush and a brown paper bag and, a, and those cheap fucking cigars that you get five for a dollar and we're just sitting out there fucking chilling bro dude Nobody's going to get that because we just had like a five-minute discussion before we hit record talking about the winos lining down the Elysian fields in New Orleans, which is basically where I grew up off of, and and kids riding at 3.30 in the morning, one riding his bike, one on the handlebars, and Harper, me and my buddy who grew up there, we were visiting, we were like, what the hell is going on? We were desensitized to it. Harper and I had like a five-minute discussion on that, and uh Harper wants to be one of the, those dudes drinking beer on the sofa in the neutral ground, or as they call it in other parts of the country, uh, the uh, not the neutral ground, the median. Yeah, well, called a neutral it, ground in New I, Orleans. As a kid, I thought it was nutria ground. Me too. I think we all did. Yeah. So I'm doing great as always. Um, I had some work stuff to deal with. Also, and Harper, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, last Tuesday night, I was at fifth grade uh, graduation. Okay. 
Should fifth graders get a graduation ceremony? No, but they do it anyway. Boy, I they do. I didn't have one. No, look how you turned out. That's right. Pride of Grace King. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, where well, you get done with kindergarten and you fucking do your thing. But you're the fifth grade? No. And not right. for middle school either. They're gonna, it's, so when he finishes middle school, they're going to do this shit again? <laughs> for the eighth grade? And it's looking like every year, but... God, this is like fucking wrestling titles. Everyone gets a fucking title. No kidding. He's the fucking... So anyway, I would have much rather been... Champion. I would have rather been here uh, on our birthday episode, but, you know, you can't sell that one to the missus, can you, Mike? Uh, come on, no. It's, no. it's the fifth grade graduation. Yeah. No, you can't. can't miss this shit, dude. Bruh, my timeline was... I mean, it was just... Everywhere was all of the fields. Everybody at the everybody's like, oh, it's so sad. Why? The alternative would be that all your kids didn't graduate fifth grade. Now that shit would be sad. I could tell that was the, when I left the the fifth grade from elementary school to go to middle school. That's the first time I realized basically ninety percent of these kids that I've been looking at since kindergarten, I'm never going to see again. There you go. And I was like, fuck. Everybody's sitting up there all looking at the, that group of kids with hope and wonder. And I'm like, dude, two of these kids won't make it to 40. Do they They have caps and gowns and all, huh? No, no. Oh, nothing uh, like that. okay. But anyway, um, hey, last week, did y'all cover that review from our fella? Uh, is it Jeremy Bryant from uh, West Virginia? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Hey, I just want to say congratulations to him for... for He's like the 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 salmon that swam upstream the hardest and made it out of the squalor of the hills and the hollers uh, in the Smoky Mountain area. And then a uh, bear didn't get him. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's just it's a fact. It, it may be lazy, but it's a fact that it's an easy assumption that somebody from that area is going to be a jack two meth headed illiterate. Come on. Well, he's not, so he shouldn't take offense to it. That's right. No, he made it through the Smoky Mountain run, so I think he's. I think. And, and here's the other dude. Thing. <laughs> he if made it through the, Doc's insults on Smoky Mountain shows. Well, so. <laughs> if you go to these small towns, and and every state has them, I mean, we got yeah. one here too. Yeah, of course not. And you go out, you know, by the lake and shit, and there's these houses, and then there's some other houses, and all these little towns. Somebody went to college. Somebody's the police chief somebody's works for the oil company. Somebody's the lawyer in town. These towns, maybe not all the Smoky Mountain towns, but other people's small towns, they got some some educated people there. There's just not too many of them. It's like winning right. a lottery. They're all a bunch of mountaineers. Brushing well, their doc. teeth with coal. Okay. Uh, hey, real this quick. Is, this is clean coal. It it's is. Clean, it's clean energy, isn't it? That's it right. is. It's clean coal. I clean I'm going to shove this one on my up. ass until it becomes a diamond. Hey, <laughs> knock yourself out, Doc. A lot of people would want to see you do that. Maybe you'll get a coal infection of sort. I don't know. Uh, so, hey, uh, Harper and I both have baseball teams that are in the uh, first place right now. Yeah, about to watch them uh, tonight at 9 o'clock. We're about to close out the uh, Tigers again tonight. Just can't stop winning over here. They fixed baseball, Mike. I, they did. 
they did something amazing. They fixed baseball with the time clock, and now all of a sudden our team is winning. Isn't that great? Well, last time I talked to you, you were all about the Stars, but since they got their teeth kicked in last night and got eliminated in Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals. It's baseball guess season that, now, bro. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, you real to quick, the games, Doc? Uh, I have. I went to a game, and they had the roof open, and I, it was super cool. That's I cool. Liked it. Yeah, it was awesome. I went Did once you? last year, but it was like 105 oh, outside, fuck. so they had the roof closed. Did your kid all into it? Nah, he hates baseball. He thinks it's stupid. Oh. <laughs> it's stupid. It's big time special shout out to our big time page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, classy, Marky, Blassie, Mike Childer, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And one new patron, Patrick B. Thank you for signing up. And if you want to be like them and get all that extra Patreon content and goal, go to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT and become a patron today. 300, 400 plus Patreon exclusive shows are waiting for you at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc, you cut me off six times. I had to get that in before I forgot. So now go. I don't need to say it anymore, but hey, if you're thinking about becoming a patron, we're going to probably be cutting some more patron content uh, just this week, right, Mike? By the time this airs, hopefully it'll be out, but we got the Chris Candido episode on Dark Side, which is oh, yeah. airing right now or getting ready to air. Uh, in about an hour, less than an yeah. hour, hour time. Oh, it's coming on tonight? Yeah. Yes, tonight. Oh, the first fuck. One, episode one from uh, season four it is now or whatever is um, tonight. So, yeah, got that to look forward to. And oh, uh, we got a bunch of others we're going to do. I actually talked to Sean Sparks today. This will make Doc mad, but I'm going to do the JYD episode with him since he's a – Don't make me mad. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it'll be fun. Be pissing me off. They, got, they do have some – I mean, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. There's some – topics that were like blah about but obviously jyd chris candido um i actually listened to a clip on from the drive-thru today doc and yeah. it sounds like they that tammy they did interview her but i don't think the clips made the made the edit it was, it was deemed that it would not be in the uh in the best interest of a potential legal defense for her to be on this show uh, i think i tend to agree with her legal defense and i will leave it at that regarding that's her right i'm gonna go situation. back and watch that sunny side up video to get my fix come on i'm actually really glad it sounds like it's about him and not her because I don't know, man. I'm not trying to judge anybody, but you get six DUIs. I got to question your. Christ. I think she was on number six. I got to question your um moral compass at that point. I mean, yeah. come on. You ever heard of a Uber or a Lyft? Nah, fuck that. That's for fucking. That's for rookies. Okay. Just well, I'm saying. looking forward to it. We'll be we'll be kicking out some more patron content. If you're on the fence about becoming a patron, reach out, join the Facebook group, reach out to some of the patrons, and they'll be they can sell this way better than we can. Oh yeah, Matt Wilson on the Facebook group. He's always selling it, and he loves the superstar, Hard Body Harper. Love well, Hard Body Harper. Exactly. Yeah. See. <laughs> hey man, this is my pick me up every week. Talking to you, you two idiots. That's, That's a shame. Know, man. It's like it, it, <laughs> I missed last week because I didn't get to be silly at all. And oh. and second of all, you know, something we're going to do here in a second, but 
You know, when when we first started watching this wrestling stuff years and years ago, one of the best parts about it was watching it with your buddies or the next day at school. Like, dude, did you see such and such? And then you're all falling out because somebody like, you know, whatever, did something awesome. We we well, I can't talk to Harper anymore because I never know if Mike's text uh, cell phone works. You still didn't no, get a you new can. Phone? I told you. I told you, okay, two things. I'm going to repeat this again because you, you seem to have a little hard, you know, a little, little bit of trouble understanding. It wasn't that I wasn't getting text. It was that whenever I would try to respond, it would tell me, try again, res- failed. And sometimes they go through and sometimes they don't. So I can get the text. It's just that it won't let me respond. Yeah. So I was trying to be looking at it. Right. So, and I'm not, at one time I tried to reply, send the same one like 16 times. And I was like, oh no, I'm not doing this no more. No, this ain't happening. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is. And I ain't getting another phone because I ain't paying for one. So that can kiss my ass too. That's what you going to do. I'm going to keep this same goddamn one. And if I don't reply to a text, well, people know why. Boy, you really are white. What a stubborn motherfucker. Wow. Wow. That's some old fucking white man shit. I ain't getting You're... a new phone. You know what's a fucking trick? <laughs> that's they how they it, get you. That's how they get you. They probably do it on purpose. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> I bet if I go over to the uh to the to the Boost Mobile, the guy's gonna charge me ten ten dollars just to fix it. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. Do you feel Do you feel seen, Mike? <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, Doc. We did you so have some topics before we get into we recently, Well, yeah, we recently talked about. I sent you a clip this week, and it popped me, and it popped you, and it still reminds me that even as we're getting to be old men, there's hardly anything better than laughing and knowing your buddy's laughing and y'all are laughing at the same wrestling thing. And this is this is uh from the new product. So there you go. Okay, what so which it? one do you want me to play? You want me to play MJF going off on New Japan or? Yeah. Okay, so I'll play that one first. This is MJF on his disdain for New Japan Pro Wrestling, calling it an indie fed. And <laughs> I believe this was after, uh, it'll be a week and a half ago now, after the most recent AEW pay-per-view, which uh, we have not seen. We're, we just only saw some clips of the post-scrum stuff. Here it is. Expressed your disdain for New Japan Pro Wrestling quite frequently. Oh, yeah. Who would you like to defeat at Forbidden Door? Do if I you're going to, to wrestle, wrestle in Forbidden fact, Door? Fuck that. To prove that you're better than that promotion. Oh, God. It's a fucking indie fed, dude. I don't know, man. I, Jesus Christ. Look, with, with all due respect, with all due respect, their greatest legend probably couldn't lace my boots. I think I would make anybody on that roster look silly, and I don't want to waste my time. I'm a very busy man. There's your answer. I think New Japan Pro Wrestling sucks, except that great Okan guy. He fucking he pops me. I like him. But everybody else there is the drizzling shits. It, I don't know. It reminds me of just like a local indie fed. <laughs> this dude, he, he's hilarious, man. Like. I, the problem is there. Nobody thinks it's an indie fed that he, as he says that, but 
a lot of people roll their eyes. They're like, oh, yeah, here we go. New Japan people, uh, you know. <sighs> but the best part is when he says, with all due respect twice, and there's no respect at all. None. <laughs> None. That's great None. heel work. Well, the second clip that I pulled up, to me, was better because I think it actually addresses a bigger issue, not with wrestling, not only with wrestling, but reality, the world, everything else. Um, listen to this one that he, this, this one's a little longer, but this is uh, from the same press conference. Hear what he's got to say. I won't even tell you the topic. I just want you to listen to MJF here because he's preaching some gospel in my opinion. And have for wrestling. I think what you can learn is what we're seeing now I posted on social media, and social media is a dirty, dirty drug these days. Uh, I almost wish I never go on social media because it's filled with, let's be honest, 7%. This is actually a factual stat that I'm hitting you with. 7% of our audience, overall audience, is using Twitter. It's essentially an echo chamber. And when you think about professional wrestling takes, I liken it to somebody going to a restaurant eating the food and then bothering to get on their phone and write a yelp review raise your hand if you've actually written a yelp review there's not a single person in the room who's done that because that's fucking lame as shit and you should have better time like to do other shit grow the fuck up but i posted something on the dirty social media and i said what i wish people would learn is wrestling fans are bloodthirsty, disgusting marks that don't care about our well-being, right? Nobody gives a fuck that my forearm's fucked. You don't care. You were just fucking amped that you saw me fucking dump Darby on his head. Granted, so was fucking I. But still, you don't give a fuck about us. You pretend you do, but you don't give a fuck about us. You care about us just as much as, I don't know, the fucking leader of the Romans cared about his fucking gladiators. You don't give a shit. So what I wish young guys would understand and learn is... You get way more out of being a charismatic phenom than you do out of fucking risking your life trying to do a maneuver that, quite frankly, might not win you the match. Now, for me, every single thing that I do in professional wrestling is very meticulous because every single thing I do is to try to win. I'm not trying to waste my fucking time out there. Now, I will do some things to prove a fucking point, like a fucking headlock takeover. But I digress. Stop being fucking idiots. These people don't pay your salaries. Grow up. Next question. This dude's a god, bro. <laughs> he said, "Is he right?" Yes, he is. For Be real. a charismatic wisdom, phenom. Wisdom in there. Be a charismatic phenom. All your little moves you do, they don't really accomplish much. Are they, they going to win you your match? And they're going to be feeling that shit 10 years from now, telling you that shit. I, I can listen to this dude talk all day and just be like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, all right. Yeah. It's, yep. it's like that, that fucking superhuman kid that's always jumping on shit. He's still doing that shit. Hmm. And it's been, uh, what, three, four fucking years? I'm thinking, bruh, I, I don't know how old he is, but he's going to be like, when he's 40, he's going to feel like he's fucking sad. 
Well, we lost Hopper. Sound like he said Uh-oh. 70. The internet wrestling community found him and got him. Get heart? Forget now it is. What? <laughs> you broke up. The last thing we heard was 40, he's going to be 70, and then you broke up. Yeah, I'm saying like when he, bro, when he's 40, he's going to feel like he's fucking 70 and broke down. But the thing is, he has nothing to show for it. There's, like, there's no final. It's like Hogan walks around like he's got the prosthetic hip and the knees and all, but he's he he's he has something to show for the for him sacrificing his body for decades with fame and financial reward. There's 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 you know a payoff, but with these motherfuckers, where's the payoff, bro? What the fuck are you gonna be doing when you're fifty fucking years old, sixty years old, feeling like you're like you know? The broad for murder she wrote, all old and fucking broke down. And then what? I hope they're saving their money, man. They ain't, bruh. Then I'll get a Legends deal, bruh. Dude, my dad used to tell me, you don't make money by working. You get money. You, you, know, you don't get rich by working. You get rich by investing. And I sure hope they're fucking investing their fucking money and saving it. How many wrestlers do you know have a 401k, Mike? None. Um, are we talking people still in the business? <laughs> no, back when you worked. <laughs> how many None. of them could spell 401k? I was going to say, how many of them could define it? Any, there wasn't many. I'm not trying to insult them. There just wasn't many. I mean, it, see, that's kind of hard. Like, I don't know if that's fair. In this way, because, you know, it's not like they worked for a company that matched their 401k. They were, they were wrestlers. No, no wrestling company was doing that. But if you were to say, you know, how many of them had some type of retirement account that they were putting money into, that answer is definitely, that answer is probably no as well. So I just want to make a distinction. Well, yeah, I mean, like. Unless you consider Social Security retirement, they, they weren't putting money in too much, and not many that I knew. That's I mean, well, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, I mean, this dude's preaching, man. The, the problem is, like, I don't want to be the old guy yelling at crowds like, uh, uh, you know, our friend Cornette does, but like, it'd be one thing to hit that spectacular move and then it wins the match, but Okay, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm repeating, yeah, it, it's, but it's dude, it's like a circus just, contest. I don't I don't know what yeah. it's like. What, what am I watching? Yeah, it, yeah, I I just don't. It's it was it's like the super kick, bro. If you got to do that forty times and the guy <laughs> doesn't kick out, why the fuck do you keep that 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 maneuver in your arsenal? If it doesn't work, because it's in the script. Why do you keep it? The... It's like if I'm in the fucking military, right? I, I'm in the fucking Ukraine, and I got these fucking bazookas, and I keep hitting the Russian tanks, and it doesn't do anything. I'm gonna stop using that fucking bazooka against something else. You know, pull something else out the arsenal, huh? Right, something, something else, bro. A fucking tow, fucking anti-tank missile, or something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wire-guided fucking missiles, or. Some shit. 
Commander Harper. That's right. Brigadier General. Trust me, he's ready. I've seen his artillery. Uh, he's ready. For, he, he's ready for when society breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready. He is ready, man. Trust me on this one. <laughs> so, did, did y'all hear that recently when WWF or WWE went to Saudi, they made fifty million dollars? Uh, I think I read that. Yeah, if that's how much the company made. I think, think so. I read that. I forgot the exact amount. There was a tweet from WrestleNomics, and it was comparing the income made from WrestleMania this year in two nights mm-hmm. versus one show at in Saudi. And I think it was twenty something million or twenty eight million. Don't don't quote me on this for WrestleMania two nights, and then one Saudi show was like fifty million. I think. Jeez. I would be having Monday Night Raw and that motherfucker every goddamn Monday. They got fifty million per event right. there. That's 50, a lot of goddamn money, bro. Do you know how many writers that'll million. hire? Fifty million. So how when much people say like individually paid the wrestlers, I have no idea. But that's the you thing. You get hundred and fifty plus trans. <laughs> that's the thing like when people say oh my god how could they keep going there well there's this thing called 50 million per event that's crazy and those guys over there those sheiks and stuff have billions upon billions bordering on trillions so they flipped them 50 million dollars which was like fucking giving doc a quarter yeah it's like here hey go to arcade here's a couple quarters Two da- nice. Okay, I finally found and you don't want, it. Here, here's what we're saying. You don't have to like it, but this is the way the world works. Two-day wow. WrestleMania ticket sales this year. Two days. $21.6 million on two days. WrestleMania mm. ticket sales. Combined. Two, two, combined. Two WWE events bought by the Saudi government this year. $100 million. Jesus Christ, dude. Bruh, that's insane. Call up Luke. We're gonna start running Wildcat shows in the fucking Sudan or some shit. <laughs> they ain't got no money. You need to go to Saudi too. But here's the thing: you need to learn how to cut a. You need to learn how to cut a promo in Arabic. I can do it. I just gotta burn like an Israeli flag, and they'll be like, "I like this motherfucker." I'm ready to move on now. Yeah, come on. I can. We'd like to apologize to just about everyone listening at this point for Harper's rampant I could insensitivity. That's the I type of shit they get. If, if they would do something like that, like back in the day. What? If they would do something like that to uh, have like an American flag or an Israeli flag and burn it on fire just to get over with these people. Oh, if we're talking, I mean, if this would have happened during the territory era. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. Yes. If yeah. they would have done Not that now. back in the day, you would have like the uh, the Iron Sheik would well, 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 Saudi Arabia hates Iran, but uh, have a Saudi Arabian guy come out there like stepping on like an, an Israeli flag and the U.S. flag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it wouldn't happen now, but if if this would have been possible or would have happened during. The territory area, most definitely. Just send Iron Sheik out there. You think he couldn't start a riot? Oh yeah, we know he could. You think you, you think 
think AEW got paid for that that show in in the UK? No, huh? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know what the specifics are behind that, but that's a lot of goddamn people there too. Yeah, that's super though. That's like a sold out Saints game. Yeah, but they ain't getting no fifty million. If even if it was, even if somebody paid them to come over, no, I don't. I don't think that was the. I don't think that was any kind of bought show though. I think they oh. just ran it. So, okay. but all right. Well, moving along. Now that we got that out the way. Let me start the video version. We are talking Saturday night on TBS from December the 28th, 1991. We are almost to Starcade. This actually airs the night before Starcade was set to air. So um, last couple weeks, we did a part one and two. Next week, Starcade will be broken up into two parts because of Battle Bowl. And frankly, I'm not going to sit through <laughs> uh, 10 tag matches or <laughs> that That's- damn. Oh. That sounds like hell. Um, I'll watch so the, we're gonna I'll watch the uh, first half tonight at soccer practice. We really gonna do this? Yeah, we're gonna do it. It's hey, we're gonna do it. I can't wait to do it actually, because Harper, I'll get to hear Harper uh, complain the whole time. But uh, this week's show from December 28, nineteen ninety one, is from Center Stage. It was taped December sixteenth of nineteen ninety one. We see several replays from last week with Eaton and Austin beating down Steamboat, and then Wyndham, and then Jr. welcomes us in, breaks down the card, and sends us immediately to the ring. Now, Doc, let me ask you a question. I know you weren't on with us. Did you watch the December twenty first episode? Yeah, and then shit started falling apart on me, and you were like, yeah, because that's the one in two parts, right? That was two and a half yeah. hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then you Did were like, you find well, out why? Uh, got to fill programming, and you were like, well, Crockett's usually sitting around drunk in the afternoon. Let me ask him if he can fill in for you. Well, what actually happened was, I'm glad you said that as we watched Jim R break down the JR Jim R JR break down the card for today and before we go to the first match. Uh Doc was actually celebrating his XFL Dallas, I'm sorry, Arlington Renegades That's winning true. the XFL strap and he was drunk for 2 weeks. Uh, I know we put it on other things, but that's the truth of the matter. So we called up Crockett from the bench. He came in, did the JV Goon Squad thing, and here we are. But I just wanted to make sure you watched it even though you were drunk in your drunken stupor, finally celebrating a title that a Dallas team or area team finally won after all these years. So anyway, we are the first match. It is Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat versus John Peterson and Chris Sullivan. JR plugs that Starcade is happening tomorrow. And this was a quick, a pretty quick match, Doc. Let me go to you, see what you got from this one. What are your thoughts on the crisscross? As a spot, love, you mean? Yeah. I love that, that group. Me too. Crisscross, I'll make you jump, jump. Daddy Mac, I'll make you yeah. jump, jump. Mac Daddy make you jump, jump. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, jump, jump. <laughs> That's what you're talking about? Yeah. I bet you Hopper used to wear his clothes backwards like them. No. <laughs> it's like, who thought that up? Like, a fucking picture guy, something like in a record studio, like for the record label, going to have y'all wear y'all shit backwards. The kids are going to love this shit. Every fucking school the kid gonna be walking around wearing that clothes backwards y'all gonna start a whole new fad no I mean, he kind of did shortly but it didn't no, last long bro, no one walked around dressed like that bro i used to see people walking around like that in the plaza when i'd be in there god 
Imagine having to take a piss, bro. <laughs> fuck you gonna do? Uh, you gotta undo it from the back and yeah, from the back. Fuck you. There's a reason why that zipper's there. All right, so Doc, to answer or your question, what do I think about the uh, crisscross spot yeah. that uh, we see here being done? Uh, I think it's good for the occasional comedy spot. But that's, I that's it. The wonder, why don't they just stop? <laughs> Me too. That's why I said <laughs> that's why I said it was good for the occasional comedy spot in where the heel needs to look like an idiot, where the baby right. face. I mean, I've seen it where the baby face does stop and the heel keeps going and gasses himself out and just takes a face bump or back bump. So, yeah, that's 455, please. What are we what are we seeing at 455, bud? I believe it's the headlock um, head scissors combo. Right, Always like cool. this move. That one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little move. Yeah. Though. It is. It's a good baby face move because the heels then, are trying to do a double team. Yeah. And and you can't do that to Steamboat. Yeah. No, no. That don't he work. Not with two enhancement shit. talent. Yeah, you sure ain't. He's like, I'm Ricky fucking Steamboat. Yeah, my wife might bust me around, but you ain't. Come on. Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie Steamboat. Oh, man. What was his song? He's a good man. Where the fuck it was? His <laughs> <laughs> entrance <laughs> music. <laughs> what <are> you... <laughs> Sing it, Harper. You don't want to say it. I don't remember what it was. It was something like, he's a family man. Ricky and Steamboat. When, let me tell you something. Whenever I, I get a lot of requests, man, let him, we want to hear Harper sing some more. <laughs> hey, look, it's the Road Warrior finish. Uh, it's not the Road Warrior finish, but okay. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. Do, was uh, it Doom's finish? That was closer to Doom's. Yeah. Okay. Double team by Rhodes and Seamboat, and Seamboat makes the pin for the win for his team. Anything else, Doc, from that? Nah, they're the champs. All right. So we go some. Cur fast we see relief. some commercials with some fast relief. We can't get away from Alcazar. Oh, look, the other holiday tradition. <laughs> What's the first oh. one? <laughs> God, what? why would that be your fucking? Oh, God, Mom, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Turn off the I'm Christmas story. I got gas. <laughs> I, for, I actually have a note in my notes to get to this point, and I, I totally forgot about it, but I see it when I hit it. Oh, the other holiday tradition. How is Alka-Seltzer the other holiday tradition? Are they saying because you're upset stomach, you're going to need some Alka-Seltzer? I'm fucked up, bro. How old was that eggnog? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to play this next promo in two different parts because... We're going to see about a minute and a half of it, and then I'm going to have to fast forward about 20 seconds or so. But we're going to go to the Dangerous Alliance here, and just, boy, Paul E is something during this promo. Here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to TBS, back on World Championship Wrestling from the center stage in Atlanta. A little bit later in the broadcast, as I mentioned, we'll show you that piece of videotape involving uh, what happened to Sting at the hands of the Dangerous Alliance. I'm sure that's one of the issues that you would like to address at this time. When I returned to World Championship Wrestling on October 27th, 
I vowed I would become the head of the board of directors. And the way to do this was to eliminate your top hero, Sting. Sting has been eliminated from world championship wrestling. First, we took his title. Then, we took his spirit. Because all the little Stingers look up now and they say, you know, Sting, you're not half the man ravishing Rick Rude truly is. And now, later on in this program, you will see that Sting is no longer physically capable of wrestling here in World Championship Wrestling. You might as well go up north and sign a contract elsewhere where the physical demands are not like they are here in World Championship Wrestling. Sting! I was your judge, and the Dangerous Alliance was your jury, and they found you guilty, and your executioner was ravishing Rick Rude. Ladies and gentlemen, the men that eliminated Sting from World Championship Wrestling, ravishing Rick Rude, and the Dangerous Alliance. All right, so that's not the, the bad part of the promo. We're about to get to it. That was just them. He's bringing out the Dangerous Alliance, which all of them are in tuxedos, except for Rick Rude. Doc, did you have anything from the first part of that? Good stuff. So now let's go to the second part. And this is where Paulie is about to get himself canceled, but uh, I'll let y'all be the judge. Here it is. I would like to stand out here today and tell you that World Championship Wrestling has dropped to its knees, looked up at me, and said, yes, we will give the Dangerous Alliance a seat on the board of directors. But you see, Jim Hurd and everybody on the board of directors, they're not that smart. So we're going to have to not only eliminate Sting, but now the son of a drunken plumber from Austin, Texas, Dustin Rhodes, you're next. Ron Simmons with a rap sheet this long from the neighborhood who represents the people. What people? The people in jail? You're next. Barry Windham with a broken paw who couldn't hold up his end of a former organization. You're next. And now Ricky the Dragon Steamboat with the wife at home carrying the little baby ravishing Rick Rude has a personal message for you. Ricky Steamboat, the short distance you came from striking the first lady of wrestling was literally within an inch of your life. Ricky Steamboat, you have been warned. Now let me make this perfectly clear so that there's no mistake about it. Sting, Rhodes, Wyndham, Simmons. This war against World Championship Wrestling is not over until I have a seat on the board of directors and that there's a man in a white collar standing over the grave of World Championship Wrestling and he says, Dominus Ominous, Enormity Patri, Ifili, Espirito Sanctum, Amen. Very strong comments, ladies and gentlemen, from the Dangerous Alliance, carrying Mr. Root out on his shoulders. We have not heard the last of Sting. That piece of footage still to come in this hour, and we're going to have Cactus Jack momentarily, but first, this week's 
top ten. Um, Harper, what did you think of Paul Lee giving the sign of the cross in Latin? I believe that was. Yeah, what did he say, Harper? You're the you're the you're the uh, Catholic boy here. He said, "Our God is an awesome God." <laughs> Next is the WCW Top 10. Don't miss it. <laughs> Alka-Seltzer, the second he holiday said, tradition. He said in the name of the Father and the Son the and the, son Holy, and the Spirit. Holy Spirit. It's not like something James Mitchell would have said on, on Smoky Mountain. For real. Yeah, when he was mocking the, uh, the fans the there. Yeah. Bro, he called the Bible a book of lies on that show. <laughs> Did he say? Did he call it? Did he say your little book of lies or little book of fairy tales? That's fucking hilarious, dude. He <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Having had several conversations with him, that's a shoot from him. <laughs> that wasn't. He wasn't working. That was him just shooting, pal. Uh, he was great and smoky. All right. Doc, any other thoughts on Paulie's wrong there? Come on, talking about he says Simmons with a rap sheet this long from the neighborhood who represents the people. What people? The people in jail? That's nice. Why is he being racist? He's because it's easy. Yeah. It's a joke, people. I don't think he's being racist. I think he was just being insulting. Why were they wearing tuxedos? Because they're the dangerous alliance. What? They're the Dangerous because Alliance. They're going you think some of their, those wrestlers liked putting on a tux? Because they're probably going to their fifth grade graduation. There you go. Wow. How many... <laughs> do you think there was a whole lot of complaining about putting on tuxes, Mike? Yes. Gentlemen wrestlers? Uh, I, I think tend so. To, I tend to think what Harper says. Fuck. And how many... What percentage of those tuxedos made it back in good working condition? None. They probably just ripped that shit off. I don't know. I think they brought him back in working. Con- I can't see Bobby Eaton just trashing it for no reason. Does yeah. that depend on who paid whose name it was under? Yeah. That too. Yeah. Okay. Well, Her- I just that's Her- got a story like that, doesn't he? When the man wore a tuxedo, cornet. Yeah, I'm just not remembering the specifics about it. Yeah, he said something about that. But I feel like, I feel like somebody just kind of went and got those for them, and they put them on, and were like, yeah, threw them in a bag after. Yeah, like it wasn't really a big deal. But I don't know. All right, let's go now to the next match. It's Cactus Jack versus a gentleman wrestler, enhancement talent by the name of Ian Weston. Uh, Cactus is going to hit a double axe, uh, double axe handle, then a leg drop, and then he's going to use the hit the double arm DDT, and Cactus gets the win. Doc, any other comments on it? I thought Relatively I quick. thought the double arm DDT was nice, um, but during this match, Jr. is talking about how Cactus and Hammer are on Worldwide tomorrow, and I'm like, but tomorrow's the pay per view. Why aren't you selling me that? Kayfay, brother, everything was airtight. Why you gotta bring up real shit? Yeah, why you gotta bring up old shit? Yeah. Ian Riccoboni would have never done that, made that mistake Look. like Jim Ross Look. made here. <laughs> he's he just, just on all the podcasts, didn't he? He's just on all the podcasts, didn't he? Yeah. 
I heard him <laughs> pimping mortgages over on on the on the uh, on the competition. Yeah, well, that's that's a shoot though. That was real. What you said? Everything like, that wasn't work like a... if money's involved, and that's money. No, no, I remember when he. I think he tweeted about that a while back. Hey, Ian, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, I think he was. I think he tweeted about that some time ago. Yeah, man, Conrad saved him some money. Well, hey, that's a good thing though, right? Yeah, yeah I good. mean. Yeah, yeah I mean, it. if you save the money, fucking rock it out, dude. The, the amount of interest you pay on a house, hell yeah! If somebody can save you some money, man. What about the property taxes? That is a rip. You are getting. Uh, what about the fucking flood insurance? <laughs> Y'all gotta taxes. pay that shit. Um, ins- the insurance isn't as bad here. It's it, it's Jesus Christ. It's and you like shouldn't have said anything, car. Mike. Now they're gonna make it bad. It's, it's like car. I'm tired of paying, paying ten it's grand too a year. High. We're gonna revolt, storm the yeah. capital. <laughs> right. Uh, We're going to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep Mike moving. D- Mike uh, already said. You remember when they rolled that dumpster off the in WWE off the whatever they rolled something off yeah. the, the stage? Mike's already said he would do that to our governor if he could. Abbott. Bro, that dude. Come on. Thoughts Bro, and I'm tired. Dude, I think. Thoughts and prayers. Seriously. Like, I, I, literally, whether you are red, blue, or in the middle, there is no one I know in this state who says, oh, yeah, we're getting a fair deal with our property taxes. Mm-mm. None of them. There's no. Like, you can talk to. You can talk to somebody who you are. Opposed to 100%. You could sit there and spend the first hour of your conversation arguing over guns and schools and and rights and everything else. And then all of a sudden it goes, but what about property taxes? And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Everybody agrees. Everybody. <laughs> Every, there's not one person who's like, yes, I, I like having my uh, anal cavity hollowed out like a. Uh, you know, and just nonstop well, where I'm where when I go to the bathroom, I, I just sit down and it just falls out. I don't even have to push. Damn. No we, one. We all, uh, what you call us getting impeached, huh? I saw all the news. Look, we can't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> it's, Let's pending, keep going. it's pending. It's pending litigation. We can't get it. WCW. Wow. The WCW magazine segment is next. Eric Bischoff. He's plugging battle bowl. Uh, Brick Bischoff also breaks the news that on Christmas night, Liger defeated Pillman for the WCW light heavyweight title. And he hopes to have footage of that next week. Then Bischoff throws to a clip of the dangerous Alliance giving sting the business. And Bischoff also covers several replays of the steamboat and dangerous Alliance situation. He finishes off the segment by running through the literally 40 names of the guys expected to be at Starcade. I love you, Chris Zauncher, but Battle Bowl ain't it. Yeah, fuck 40 that. names, and I'm going to leave it at that. Doc, any thoughts about this segment? 25-20, they show Eaton. Man, he threw the ref to fuck out the ring. Watch oh, this. this is from the replay, yeah. Watch this. Yeah, he's from the replay. The ref. <laughs> yeah, he... he t- I think the ref actually just takes a good bump. He You're right. Out. Yeah, that, that looked good. Uh-huh. It did. So, um you did mention that that Bischoff uh Bischoff said that Liger beat Pillman for the strap. Yes. Okay. Well, that's what he said, yes. 
Christmas night. They've been, just, you know, just to know be that fair, they're they, not going to mention that at, at Starcade the next night. Well, they plugged the piss out of it, just so you know. Um, okay. Nonstop, uh, last couple weeks. Yeah, I saw it. Remember? Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other thoughts on this segment? No. And here's all the names. Oh yeah, oh, Jesus! It's like credits to a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and what's crazy about it is, is that they spelled them all right. Nope, Arachnoman's wrong. Yeah, yeah, sound that shit out. Kazmaier, I think, is wrong. Bill Ka- Mike Graham is wrong. Yeah, I think Kazmaier was wrong. Look at this shit. They made a yeah, couple Legante's mistakes. in there, though. Couple mistakes. Soundtrack available on RCA Records. Right. <laughs> All right, let's keep going because the show is about to heat up in more than one way. Terry, I'm sorry, Terrence Taylor is taking on enhancement talent Rick Ryder in a quick match. Doc, uh, what do you have from this one before I go to the finish? Just it, there's there's teasing turmoil in the York Foundation, and my only note was. If Terry Taylor leaves, man, that thing needs to break up. <laughs> it's 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 not it's on life support right now. Because I ain't leaving a corporation in the hands of Rich and Morton. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Terry Taylor, I'm sorry, Terrence Taylor does a gut wrench power bomb and Taylor uses the five arm. But him and Mrs. York are kind of arguing because York is screaming from the outside to do the neck breaker, but Taylor is gonna say no i'm gonna do the five arm and then he pins Ryder, and so there's definitely some dissension in the ranks of the york foundation now here's where it gets good i'm gonna play this promo from alexander york and terry taylor so that you can kind of hear what may Mm. be about to happen with these two later Mm. in the Mm. show or when they go home here it is we're here, ladies and gentlemen, with Alexander York and Terrence Taylor of the York Foundation, and apparently there is uh, some sort of dispute as far as Mr. Taylor and this organization is concerned. There's no dispute, a little miscommunication. The York Foundation told Mr. Taylor to use the neck breaker. He chose to use the, uh, the five arm. I, I don't know. What... I was in there with my opponent, and I thought it was time to use the five arm. I thought that's what time it was. It was time to get out not pay you to think, Mr. Taylor. We pay you to do what we tell you to do, to follow our guidelines, and that's it. No thinking involved. Well, if that's the way you think, if that's the way you feel, why don't you, your foundation, why don't you go your way, and I'll just go mine. Let's just right now. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We began this whole thing with you, Mr. Taylor. You're the charter member. You began it all. We've got time and money invested in you. As you know, there's a meeting tonight. If you will be so kind as to show up at that meeting and participate, um, maybe we can get things worked out. I'll be there. Well, I guess I'll have a meeting tonight, and I hope that we'll update you on that situation uh, next week here, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be back with more on WCW from Center Stage right after this. Time out. I was waiting for her to tell him we can blow off some steam and maybe get some relief in. She's going to service the account. The other holiday tradition. Yeah. Didn't she tell a lie there? She said uh, you're the charter member. Yeah, that's Rotunda. Yeah. 
but, but also, not trying to be technical. She shot. Uh, well, he's going to shoot later, but she Stop. shot. She was Come shooting on. there when she said, "What a company believes the employee's job is to do. We don't pay you to think. That's not. We pay I mean, you to just follow imagine. the guy. Keep pushing the buttons. <laughs> they're gonna be sitting around having meetings like how to make money, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, you know what we need to do." We had to buy that old Pizza Hut down on a highway, turn to one of them smoke places that sells vapes and cigarettes. Hoppers <laughs> had somebody say that to him in Louisiana before. <laughs> That's why he came up with that example. Um, we pay you to work, not think. Um, Keep pushing the button. Yeah, th- this is actually kind of interesting because. She's like, no, there's just been miscommunication. We don't pay you to think. Taylor says, I want to quit. And the crowd popped. Like, they were like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then York's like, well, well, hold on. You know, let me, let's have a meeting tonight and, you know, blow off some steam and provide some relief. Is insinuated, not We'll have a nice dinner and then for dessert you can have cream pie. Come on. Can you see? What the piss is wrong? Fucking, no, it's just locker room talk. (laughs) It's just kid stuff. It's just kid stuff. stuff. Cream pie. All right. (laughs) Any other thoughts? Why? Why did what's wrong with y'all, man? This is year nine. Why? We got good Christian commentators like Ian Riccoboni who listen to this. God help us if Caprice Coleman ever tuned in. Hey. That's a man of you, God. Can you can you see Caprice putting up with us for like yes. five seconds? But but what did you tell me? What? That, that we got some downloads from while they were over in Saudi Arabia. Okay, I didn't say that. You asked me. Oh. About that, and I said I don't know. I didn't look it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we go to commercial. Well, the and internet, come back the and we, internet's spotty over there. So. Sure. PN News is taking on Mr. Hughes, or he was supposed to. There's not really much rapping before the match. We just pretty much got a brawl, and it doesn't last long. The, they brawl on the outside. Hughes gets the best of news. JR said he Hughes injured News's eye. JR says it's swollen shut, and we'll give you a report later on if we can. Well, Doc, any thoughts on this um, thing? Angle. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Oh, yo, baby, yo, baby, no. <laughs> hey, whatever uh, happened to the insert promos? Did we stop doing those? Uh, there was one last week or week before that. Oh, okay. like the little, the little box ones? Yeah. Yeah, inserts. the picture and picture. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're not completely dead. Okay. And oh, News's no. eye is not completely shut. God, I don't remember who said this on the Facebook group a couple weeks back. Somebody said this show is ruining their childhood. Well, yeah, because you're seeing a different set of eyes. Johnny B. Bad is not a black man. PN News is not a black man. This is why I I don't like history. There was something else that was said recently. I can't remember what it was. It was something else that we, we, uh, we uncovered. They were like, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I can't remember who said it now. But anyway. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, Bobby Eaton in the next match is going to take on Joey Mags. Doc, thoughts on this one? Was there some old Midnight Express music in this? Oh, 
I listened to it so quickly I didn't even catch it. Was it? Was there? I didn't hear it. And I don't want to play it because, you know, YouTube. Yeah. Man, Eaton worked the arm for a long time. I was like, man, just submit him with that shit. They're running out the clock this week. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. This has to be this... the last taping before the uh, the big show. Well, it's not just that. If you notice, there were several matches before this that were pretty damn quick. Like, not much happened. This one goes like nine minutes. And it probably didn't need to go nine minutes. Like, it, it, it this went... This goes nine you, minutes? Yes. You, damn near. Jesus like, Christ. If you include the intros, 10. This is not exactly a great go home show. To be fair, like, I don't, look, we love Bobby Eaton. This was not about like Bobby Eaton. It's not like he did anything wrong. It's just the match just dragged. And Eaton just kept beating on him. You know, it wasn't like Mags got in tons of offense. It just was, all right, well. Bobby, Bobby Eaton, go out there and eat up some clock and then eventually mm-hmm. hit the neck breaker and then do the uh, Alabama jam and get the win. And that's what happened. I got the win. Yeah. Beer Man on Twitter sent me some kind of tweet with Robert Gibson talking in a promo. He's like, can you tell me what this says? I was like, nope. no, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Uh any other thoughts on that, Doc? With Eaton winning? No. Larry Zabisco is now taking on Scott Sandlin in the next match. Now, this was a lot quicker. Probably about a three-minute match. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on uh, the cruncher Larry Zabisco? Um, where's Rocky King? Oh. Fuck, he hasn't been on since the, uh, the Freebirds. No, nah, he was around a little bit after that. Do you really want to know where he's at? I can look it up. I'm just, or, you know, or, or are you asking a question like Hopper? My mind wanders. Okay. Because you know Hopper asks questions he doesn't want the answer for. That's why I'm asking if you uh, know that. I just, well, I mean, if anybody do, I mean, I thought it'd be nice. Where All is right. he now? No, he's, he's dead. He's right. dead now. We know that. I mean, come on. What's wrong with y'all? so very much Jesus Christ okay. yeah Rocky King um, he ain't there okay at least I don't think so we haven't seen him in quite some time I'm not looking at 92 right now so, so there's that yes Arn, Arn always does a um, on his pod a, a, an impression of Zabisco Oh, Arn. But he sounds like he's doing a version of Jim Barnett, but I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. You know why they kind of sound alike? Yeah. They actually have like the same, I don't know the word I'm looking for, pacing? Yeah. yeah. Rhythm. Right, right. Oh, my boy. And it, but even Larry, Larry Zabisco's like, oh, Arn. He speak, they speak slow, like both of them. Not slow as in... They're slow, but they're... That's nice. Dictation is slow. Not, so, not Smoky Mountain slow. Right, not exactly. No offense to the great people in the Smokies. Yeah. With all due respect. <laughs> I mean, I could say, like, New Orleans slow. Yeah. You know, because we got some slow folks there, too, like the Smokies. I mean, just keeping it real. 
So there has to be something about Zabisco and Arn breaking up because they were really good. And they're in the same faction, but now they're not a tag team. So has Arn ever, has Arn ever like said there was anything to it? Because to my knowledge, he hasn't. Not that I know of. I don't know. I don't know. I know Jim Hurd's almost out at this point. I mean, he's Jim Hurd doesn't have much longer at this point. I think we're like a week and a half away from Jim Hurd being out. Then, then after this, he's he's done, huh? Completely. Yeah. yeah, Kip Fry. I'm sorry, K. Allen Fry takes over. Mm. So yeah, there's that. Uh, what else, Doc? From Larry, who's got Medusa out there with him versus Sandlin. Medusa can throw a kick too. Yes, yeah, she can. So Larry hits Sandlin with a uh, brainbuster, and then he's gonna put him in an arm bar, get the win, and then he punishes him after the match and. That's that. Any other thoughts, Doc? Nope. Yeah, same here. So uh, we come back from commercial, and they are stretching out Sandling, Scott Sandling, who just got his ass whipped. But Larry Zabisco comes out and pulls off a stud stable maneuver. If you remember, Harper, the stud stable dumped that poor soul off the World War II gurney. Oh, God. Those two (laughs) dipshits. With the mullets, with the fucking remember? Saving Private Ryan fucking stretcher. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> they this the mullet the mullet crew security puts this this poor sap on on a gurney from like from. dude that was a World War Two gurney. That's what I'm saying that was like something you see like in Mash or some shit. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like where did I guess someone's like, "Well, I got an old uh, gurney from from when my dad was a medic in Vietnam. Bring it down, Bruh. Bring Harper, it down. That was 1993. Uh, this is 91, and we actually have a stretcher here. I'm just giving you the time contrast. When we yeah. saw that World War II gurney, that was in 1993." This is late ninety one and WCW actually has gotten their hands on an actual structure yeah, here. Real, like EMT hospital fucking issued gurney that if you saw it today, it would still look like a current uh stretcher. Yeah, they had that shit like fucking World War Two, bro. And yeah, the stud stable came and dumped there's a time there's a time portal when you go into Appalachia. There certainly is. Somebody had that in their in their house from the war, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they Larry Zabisco dumps Sandlin off of the stretcher. Speaking of speaking of Smokey, when at Saudi with uh, the bloodline turned on Roman, when the Usos did, I, the first thing I thought was is if you have three tag teams that don't like each other, can we get a stud stable? Um, rock and roll and uh, heavenly body situation going. Oh, God. Yeah, no. I'm down for that. No, no. It, it's fine if you don't do it all the time. At right. least I think. Like, like, I don't mind it if you do it like that in, for that instance because you, you've actually built something up. 
But I don't like when they like just throw three ways together. Right. Like, yeah. For random fucking reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I that's I hate when shit. they do that. It's like, well, yeah. why is this happening? Explain to me why this is happening. Because they need a match and right. have an uneven number because of people. Because we got so many fucking assholes in the fucking locker room, so we got to do something with them. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just saying, you know what? I can't use you tonight. Right. You know the drill. So, yes, Doc, I agree. Uh, Doc, let's go now to Ron Simmons, who has a promo to cut before we head into Starcade. Here that is. Back here, my good man. I know that you've got a very busy weekend. You're going to come back to competition tomorrow night at Starcade during the Battle Bowl this Wednesday. You're going to be at the Omni. It's going to be a big week for you, my friend. Yeah, I can't think of a better way to come back than to be back here and see all the good fans again and to be back and starting back on the biggest show of the year, and that's Starcade and that's Battle Bowl. And one thing I like to tell you and the people that, if they don't understand, well, being up there at Starcade and being in the Battle Bowl, anybody can wind up being your partner. Your names will be pulled at random out of a bowl or a hat, and it, my partner could, I would love better than none, to be Barry Windham or Dustin Rose or Ricky Steamboat, but he could wind up being a Lex Luger. Let's not be with that, though, right? Let's go for this. Whoever it's going to be, one thing Ron Simmons has in his mind, and that is getting into that battle bowl and beating everybody that he comes encounter with. Ron, also, I know that you're excited about being back in the Omni Wednesday night, fan appreciation night, 7.30 starting time. That's going to be a special one for you as well. Well, Jim, I, if I may, let me say something now. Paulie dangerously walked out here and said this, and believe me, there's nothing in this world bigger than his mouth but my right hand. Now, let me tell you this, Paulie Dane. You said Sting was eliminated. Yes, but it wasn't because you took him out in a fair fight. Look what you had to do. The man came back on a limp leg and still almost took you out, Rick Rude. Now, you come out here and try that in Ron Simmons' match. You do that this Wednesday night in the Omni. Yes, I'm from the hood like most of these people out here are. Like most of these people in Atlanta are. You do that to Ron Simmons' Wednesday night in the Omni, and I'll promise you one thing, brother. Somebody won't leave that ring walking. All right, number 50 is ready. The uh, Starcade tomorrow night. Wednesday night in the Omni. Right now, let's go back up to Rhubarb Jones. Boogie, everything about you says professional wrestler. That's my comments on that promo, Doc. What about you? I thought it was really bad until until it got really good. Which means it was a good promo. Yeah, he was in, he was wobbly there at the beginning because I mean when you're messing with Battle Bowl, it's messy. Well, yeah, and so he was you know, it's not like back in the day when you sent Ric Flair and Dusty out there to get over the pay per view. Everybody else is a step down, right? Yeah, but then he got into his personal issue, and it got it got good quick. Yeah, it got real. Harper, any thoughts? I was thinking, okay, this is in the army. Have y'all ever learned y'all's lessons yet? <laughs> Talking about because of the light crowds there? Yeah, I mean, what, what the fuck? I mean, stop. it's not like we're drawing big crowds everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stop trying to buy that hoe a drink. She don't want to fuck you, bro. Jesus, Harper. I mean, go talk to some motherfucking chick. Okay. Oh, I'm going to ask her again. Pretty yeah. stiff. This time she's going to say yes. I know it. Things are going to mm-hmm. change. I can feel it. Remember that, Doc? 
Hey, this was <sighs> this was uh this is my lucky day, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's she's gonna come home with me tonight. Well, speaking of not being a lucky day, Johnny B. Bad is taking on Chuck Coates, which by the way, Chuck Coates I don't know if he listens to the show, but he definitely is on the official Facebook page this, of this show because Really? Yeah, because a couple weeks back, remember when we had that uh, Jim Klontz guy, Hopper, with the yeah. top hat and tails? Well, it ended up, that was his like real-life gimmick, because he was like a magician. <laughs> yeah. So that was his real deal. So anyway, I noticed Chuck Coates commented on that picture and tagged James Klontz. Oh, no. James Klontz. got to stop talking about these people. James Klontz, brother, <laughs> James Klontz did not comment, but I just found it interesting that Chuck Coates was following along on the, not in the group, just on the official page where I post the shows and the screenshots from the shows. So, well, yeah. Welcome, and, welcome, Chuck. We have we have tons of professional wrestlers, current and past, that listen to this show, and we'd like to say thank you and welcome you to the community. Yeah. Don't take anything offensive as we say that. But anyway, I just wanted to point that out. You need to get the boogie mobile and go back in time because we don't expect losses here. And I have a feeling you're about to pick one up. Are you saying he needs to get on a cycle or two? Or what are you trying to say here? We like winners here. Okay. So anyway, uh, there's a quote from <laughs> JR doing this. Uh, something about, or maybe it was Johnny B. Bad. I don't even remember now. Says something about the children are our future, and I thought I was listening to a Whitney Houston song when I heard that. Anyway, um, I, got, I Johnny, have a question. Yes. So we all know that. So we all know here that Marrow is r- really green, right? He doesn't look it though. That's my point. Is that you may or may not like the character out there, but this fool hasn't been wrestling very long at all, and they're putting something behind him. He the Harper, do you agree? I don't think he looks yeah. green at all. Yes. He is very good. He like we've seen guys who are like quote unquote green. He looks right. comfortable. Right. That we see Van Hammer kind of do his thing, and Ugh. come on, he's a rock star. <sighs> uh, I, uh, I just, boogie, come on. I think they put the perfect gimmick on Mark Merrow. Ain't no, he, they do it. It was Dusty, brother, and he leaned into it because you know there's a bunch of dudes in that locker room that would have been like, I ain't going out there acting like that. You're not acting like no damn queer. Then you're going to say I'm black shit. What the hell? Do you know there are a bunch of dudes in that back that didn't, and they didn't say the Q word. They said. Oh, yeah. They're saying that. So you you want me to act gay and black? Dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) Now, Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Dusty went to anyone else because the story was told that Dusty looked at him and was like, man, that dude looked like, um, you know. Uh, what's his name? Little so Rich. that, yeah, Little Richard. So, so we're going to call him Johnny B. Bad. I mean, that's the story. But I'm just saying there's a lot of guys that would have been like, I'm not 
playing that character. But Mark Merrill leaned into it, and he was great. What is this character thing you talk about? I, I, is was that a sticker? Yeah, yeah. Harper, we've been, been seeing doing it that for weeks. weeks. Yeah, but where did he get the sticker from? Pulled it out, out of his, his ass. Out of his britches. You can hide a lot of shit in your tights. You know that. Oh. How much stuff you hide in yours? Mm-hmm. Burger Definitely King napkins. <laughs> Definitely not an ether rag. <laughs> anyway, it's uh he puts the lips on coats and calls that the kiss that don't miss after mm. he pins him. Any other thoughts, Doc, on uh, Mero there? Uh, another stellar Starcade performance from our friend Chuck Coates. That's right. All right. Well, I got a problem with this next match, and it has nothing to do with the Young Pistols or the U.S. Can you go to one twelve thirty five? Oh God. I'm afraid what it's something with the commercials. I know it, so I'm afraid. We're at 112.20, and we're looking at women's legs. We wear short shorts. Oh, I know. Okay. This is a Suzanne Summers commercial. Mm. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's the thigh, whatever. Or not the thigh. What, what was thigh the name of this thing? Though? Thigh master. No. And this fucking dude. Hey, <laughs> Herbert, Herbert, cool, good. But we're going to have you uh, fucking be a doctor and point at this fucking picture. And... Are you sure? Just tell me what you need me to do. Yeah. All right. Bunch of fucking sweat. Hey, assholes bought that shit. Yeah. I'm going to look hot like Suzanne Summers. That's all I got to do is sit here and watch Gilligan's Island and fucking do this shit. Yeah. Boy, infomercial in the 80s and 90s oh were God. full of bullshit like this. Yeah, look at this shit. <laughs> that dude was doing curls, Hopper. Yeah. You think he's going to get a, bi- a bicep uh, from, from the thigh master? Right. I mean, that's how he got that size. Dude, he looks like Chrissy. a creep. Look how he's staring at that woman. What the hell? Chrissy Snow, you could do this until Christmas. Chrissy Snow, you ain't going to look like from no. Three's Company. Consult physician before starting any exercise program. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Yeah. <sighs> I guarantee you, if you look up this address, they're still collecting money on infomercial bullcrap. Was it twenty bucks plus? Uh, okay. Plus three hundred dollars shipping and handling. <laughs> well, that's not oh, too boy. bad. Twenty-five bucks, basically. Uh, yeah. No, no, no COD, no cash on delivery either. Right. Yoke. All right. The next match I have a problem with. It's the Young Pistols. I don't have a problem with them. They are the U.S. Tag Champs. They're going to take on Butch Malone and Don Michaels. And here's my problem with this match. They defeated Firebreaker Chip and Todd Champion last week. And we were told... That because they defeated them, they were going to have to leave WCW for 90 days. Well, Chip and Champion are in the crowd heckling the champions who are in the ring now. I don't like when they do dumb stuff like this. They're supposed to be gone. If you want to put them under a mask. That's the difference, though. No. See, that's a stupid technicality. This is bull crap, and you know it. (laughs) 
Put them under a mask if you want to do that stupid gimmick. Don't put them in the uh, crowd. Yeah, we've never seen that shit before. It's better than putting them in the crowd. This is dumb. They're supposed to be gone from WCW, not being allowed in the building as fans, yeah, buying fire, a ticket. Firebreaker chip can go back to the firehouse. and Yeah, go to the firehouse and champion can go be a patriot. Go uh, protect us from, yeah. Go launch some Scud missiles or whatever was Come going on. on in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's just this is dumb. You that know it's rack. dumb, Hopper. Whatever. Jeez. Same difference. Same difference. That's Ugh. nice. Wow. And I'm yeah, the asshole. No, it was the. This wasn't the during the Iraq War, like '91. Am I getting my Saudi time frame? Arabia was it the bad per? They weren't the bad guy. I didn't say Saudi Arabia was. Yes, you did. Oh, well, that was a mistake. I'm what sorry. Kind of rolled off the tongue, though. Yeah. Like it's part so anyway, of daily, uh, you, you know, vocabulary. Oh, let's not talk about the things that roll off of your tongue. You fucking racist shithead. Wow. <laughs> Some of the things I've heard you say. What? I'm not going to repeat them on well, air. <laughs> this is an excuse. All right. Well, the Pistols win this match really quickly. Armstrong hits Michaels with a missile drop kick off the top rope. They win it with these. Uh, after the match, they hit their finisher again. And again, Champion is in the crowd along with Chip. And Champion jumps the barricade. So again, mm, that's we bullshit. ain't supposed to, That's my point. Where's security at? Hey, hey, look at this. So... It's okay for them to be in the crowd and jump the barricade. Yeah, really good book in here. Stupid. Just really dumb. So, um, do they get arrested for this? They need right. to. This is dumb. Why are they al- Now they're in the ring. This is bullshit. Yeah, fuck this. Let's a second go to ago, you next were- weekend. Just get in the ring. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that and see how it works out. <laughs> I'm sure it works out great for everybody involved. This is dumb. Okay, Doc. Any other thoughts? Man, as much as I hate agreeing with you, I it. What the shit? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So first of all, before we get into that, I like heel Steve Armstrong. He's got something as a heel. That's that's nice. I like both of them as heels. I do too. But we all we've always put over Tracy. Great point. All right, Doc. But I didn't know why they were in the crowd. So that was my first question. So you cleared that up, but you just you. So you're not in the promotion, but you climb the rail. Not sure that's the message we want to send. Right for real, huh? Everything was airtight, brother. Stupid. And just then dumb. they, so other boys dealt with them. I thought they came out looking good. They did, which they should have. Yeah. But again, they need to be in handcuffs. Being hauled off to Fulton County Jail. I think I figured out the problem. You keep talking about this shit like it's real. (laughs) It's not? I love when new people... No different than football. I love when new people stumble upon the show on YouTube and they'll comment, why are y'all talking about it like it's real? (laughs) That is 
one of my favorite things because I don't see a lot of the comments on like Twitter. I don't see all of them. I don't say that or Facebook, but boy, some of the comments on YouTube are hilarious. Y'all Somebody needs like to three? tell these morons that this shit's fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. All right, Bagwell wins. They throw to a clip. I don't know if it was main event or what, but Bagwell wins. He beats John Peterson with a suplex. And then we're going to go to a promo from Bagwell. Um, let me go to that now, Doc. Or did you want to say something about the match first? I didn't have one single note. It's a, not in a bad way, just didn't have anything. All right, let's go to Bagwell's promo um, right here. Sprayberry High, very proud of you, and looks like it's really coming together for you. Jim, I can't tell you how excited I am to be here. WCW is giving me my chance, and I'm finally showing myself. I got two wins under my belt now. I'm real excited to be here. While I'm interviewing this young man. I understand that. First of all, Mr. Bagwell, I'd like you to know that unlike the company that employs the both of us, the Dangerous Alliance is an equal opportunity organization. Now, as you know, the world's greatest athlete is stunning Steve Austin. He is the world's television champion. And on behalf of Mr. Austin, I'd like to give you, sir, the opportunity of a lifetime next week right here on television. Because you are a great competitor, stunning Steve Austin would like to give you a shot at the world's television heavyweight championship. What an opportunity there, Marcus. Hey, it sounds great, Mr. Davis. I really appreciate you offering it to me. I got to say, no, I'm not physically ready. Steve Austin's a great wrestler. I'm not ready for that ability yet. No. No, you won't take a shot at stunning. See, let me tell you something, Bagwell. Where the dangerous alliance comes from, we make people offers that they cannot refuse. For example, there are two kind of breaks in world championship wrestling. The first kind of break is the one that Stunning Steve Austin is offering to you. The break of a lifetime. A shot at the world TV title. The best wrestler on television. The second kind of break is a broken bone. For example, this is what happened to the last person that refused an offer from the Dangerous Alliance. Let me just ask you this, Bagwell. Did your mommy and your daddy tell you to stay away from success? because you don't want to run with the big boys like the Dangerous Alliance. You're getting way out of hand, Mr. Dangerously. Way out of hand. It's got nothing to do with my mom. It's got nothing to do with my dad. It's up to me. Mike Graham's been training with me. Dustin Rose's been training with me some. Sting has been taking time out with me. Sting. Sting. You've been training with Sting. He just taking time out of his sporting schedule to work with me, especially. You are listening to advice from Sting when I'm offering you the opportunity of a lifetime. You stinking, miserable, ungrateful, prepubescent punk. Let me ask you something. When you go to Sting for advice, does he tell you when opportunity knocks at your door, don't answer it? Because Sonic Steve Austin is knocking at your door. You understand what I'm saying? Opportunity is knocking at your door. Well, wait a minute. Oh. 
I mean, they are tearing him apart. Marcus Alexander Bagwell is being physically decimated. This whole, this whole place is shaking. All right, shut down the audio. They're going to beat down Sting a little bit longer. Uh, Doc, it was pretty lengthy. I wanted to play it because this is leading up to, you know, Sting, Rude, all kind of shenanigans going on here. But any thoughts from you on Bagwell's promo, Bagwell being attacked, then Sting trying to help, and the Good Samaritan Sting gets uh, beat down? I thought this all was kind of flat until – we got to see Sting get his ass whooped. Wow, of course you like that. Yeah, that's that doesn't shock me in the least bit. You just I love mean, Sting getting his ass whipped. I mean, that's all it is to it. Well, and if we're gonna talk about equally illogical things, I I don't want a shot at the belt. Nah, come on. Yeah, that's a little bit too white meat, baby face, right? Yeah, what does that mean? Why wouldn't you want a shot? Uh oh. Yeah. Hopper just. What? Get... Deep State Hopper? Yeah. Sounds uh. like it. <laughs> Dude, you just say something more than huh? What happened? You went to the, <laughs> you went to the spirit world, Chavez. Uh, I'm in the spirit world, Chavez. <laughs> Hopper, what did you think about this? I, I'm thinking this is something else that we don't see anymore. <laughs> I can't tell if he's ribbing us or not. I can't tell what? either. Dude, you sound like you're funny, man. You're funny. I like you. You're funny. <laughs> Bro, are you, are you ribbing us? Or I don't did know what you... the fuck happened. He's, I can't tell if he's ribbing us or not, either. man. How can oh, I that do was... that? <laughs> I don't know if he's ribbing us now. I don't know. Dude, there's got to be something he's doing on his end, Doc. He's manipulating something. I just can't tell Dude. if it's us. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh... Anyway, uh, okay. So you like seeing Sting get beat down. Sure. Who doesn't? Well, they'll put a pause on this, I guess. No, maybe not. We'll I have mean, to see. This was great. I mean, nowadays, this shit would happen. He would just get his ass beat, and, and then the camera would just fade to black, and he would just lay there. And he'll say, see it next week. And he's just laying there fucking from, from getting his ass beat. I wish he could hear himself. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> oh. This is why you don't fast forward the show, folks. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Ask him something, Doc. Anything. I gotta hear him keep talking. You want me to read something? <laughs> sure. Anything. Okay. As long as it's not political. Celebrating, <laughs> celebrating 40 years of bubblegum for everyone. Sitting in a bullpen in the summer of 1977, Portland Mavericks <laughs> left-hander Rob Nelson came up with the idea. Wait, I'm trying to read this. <laughs> <laughs> that has been a lasting impact on the game of baseball, shredding bubblegum in a stay-fresh pouch. He named it Big League Chew. Rob took a swing at his first home run. Oh. God, I, I can barely fucking... It's all... <laughs> he, he took a swing at his first home run. Batch of Big League Chew on February 6, 1979. <laughs> Babe Ruth's birthday. And with the help of Max teammate Jim Burton the fuck? <laughs> Rob's gum officially hit the retail sh shelves in, in 1980 it's all fucked up I can't even I can barely read it oh yeah there you go great job Harper <laughs> man I wish Harper, did you ever go back and listen to yourself when you were the whistleblower? Like when you went into Deep State Harper? Do you ever. It's on YouTube. Did you ever go back and listen to yourself? Is that when it says that's fucked up? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Up. I'm Somebody gonna... out there thinks I'm doing this or Doc's doing it, and I promise, if I could do this, I wouldn't be able to contain myself. It would happen. <laughs> you would have been worn out after two weeks. It would have been worn out. It, I would have worn it out after the second week. So you would have been like, thing. "We're tired of being Some fucking shit keeps popping up on a computer to update some shit. I just exit out. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is on YouTube like you are three fucking goose. So here's the thing. You know, you do this for nine years. You're on here and you're like, all right, tonight's not gonna be a we we may not have had our fastball tonight. <laughs> and then out of nowhere comes a top ten or fifteen moment of all time. An hour and a half in you get a Literally a top ten moment. Not only is he deep state Harper, but he's struggling to read. I could barely read this shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm over here scrambling, trying to find something wrestling related for him to read, and just I can't at the moment. Yeah. I'm like, what am I, I gonna find? He... I bought a bunch of old comic books. Yeah, day. how much you spend? Oh god, these were these were like a dollar each. Oh, so they weren't worth much. No, no, no. These are from <laughs> this is uh Chris Star from fucking nineteen eighty-three. <sighs> fucking you know what's great about Chris Star, Doc? <laughs> Did you know the uh, you know the fucking dancing skull? That's where they 
That's where they get the Danzig skull from. Which is oh. a comic book. Uh-huh. Dan- <laughs> <laughs> you alright? Bro, we can't breathe, man. Well, Keep going, Hubbard. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to follow. I don't even. Someone like yourself today, please. Can't you tell me what is troubling troubling you, Lavar? Don't you ever have doubts about what we're doing or what we be or what we've become? I'm not. I reading. don't know what you just read. It's from. But I can't. Uh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> I haven't laughed like that in a long time. <laughs> Man, I'm sitting here trying to think, like, was it like that when he went Bigfoot? This was, this was better than Bigfoot because it came out of nowhere. Oh, okay. all right. So we we do have to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so... If you want more moments like that from Hard Body Hopper, go to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. There's literally a whole playlist of Hopper doing stuff like that and Come worse. On. I know. It's still but, doing it. Yeah, it's still doing it. Okay. Keep going. But we're gonna we're gonna rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Remember, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. My abdomen right now is hurting in pain like I get a thousand crushes from Hopper's deep state hopper voice. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, a great way to support the show. Uh, you know, you get tons of extra content when you become a patron. Um, Doc, I'm going to go to you first. What are you going to rate this one? I, I, I forgot what we watched because I've been laughing at Hopper for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I can't breathe either. Um, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> I, come on. Come I'm going to give this a very tepid, lukewarm B-. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I'm going to go with a B minus. Harper, what are you going to give it? Yeah, I, I could see a B minus. The best part was the end. <laughs> yeah, you telling us? It was yeah. definitely the end. Mm. You're funny, man. All right. That's uh, fucked up. Uh, it is. <laughs> um, what are you going to, who are you going to give your Rolex to, Doc? I think I'm going to give it to Heyman for the Catholic. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? And then he came back out and jumped Bagwell and Sting. So, yeah, give me give me Paul Heyman as well. Got to. I mean, he's the star of this one. Uh, Harper, who are you giving your Rolex to? I'm sorry, it's you're gotta two, be two Heyman, award. huh? It's got to be Heyman. I mean, I want to give it to Heyman, you bro. too, Harper. Why don't you talk about Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, can you do Darren? I want you to imitate Darren right now. Why don't you talk about Bruno? Uh-oh. You y'all think y'all are so fucking funny, but y'all, y'all actually sound fucking stupid. Someone's got to tell y'all. Bunch of fucking mocks. <laughs> that's, that's the other one he says. Bunch of fucking mocks. Oh, what the fuck, Hop? I mean, come on, bro. Talk about Bruno. Talk about JYD. I mean, it ain't that hard, bro. Like, you know, I mean, come on, dude. What the hell, bro? And yeah, Hooters is my favorite restaurant. I don't know. We'll see what the big problem is, you know? I like the wings there, Hopper. We went there last Thursday. To, to Hooters? Yeah. Who is we? Uh, 
It was me, Luke, and two other people. Darren wasn't there. Oh, okay. Y'all went without Darren. Yeah, no. Uh, it was wow. one of those fucking unexpected things that uh, popped up. So, you know, why not go to Hooters when an unexpected thing pops up? Oh, my God. You still doing it? Uh, it ain't stopped. This is what fabulous. What the fuck? <sighs> This is great, Doc. I would go all night if I could. Um, real when quick, glass before... lines, when the glass line takes the whole road, we tender this premium beer for your enjoyment as a tribute to your good taste. It comes from the Mountain Springs to you. Number 33. Book it, bitch. Before we get out of here. Uh, if you're interested in Hard Body Harper's video shout out life and relationship advice, go to well first you gotta email him, Chris Harper16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com and then PayPal him twenty bucks to CC three zero three eight eight CC at yahoo.com. Again the email address is Chris Harper16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Uh when you email him, tell him exactly what you want in your video. Here's how you know I am not making Harper's voice do this. If I was, I would figure out a way where he would then cut the video shout out life, life advice, relationship advice in this deep state hopper voice. 100%. Oh my God, this is tremendous. Oh, Doc, no. anything else before I throw at the hopper to hit the tagline? I am, no, my I'm, stomach hurts. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I'm, I'm, my chest hurts from laughing. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome alright well on that note we're going to get out of here Hopper do us all a favor hit the tagline let's roll book it bitch